Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod and our sixth part for the Ahsoka After Show. This is far, far away, and we are diving headfirst into this episode with your co-host, Blake, and our friends, Kyle and Dan. Uh, so we're super excited to be talking about another episode of Ahsoka this week, and uh, we hope that uh, those of you who've been tuning in thus far into our After Show series has been able to leave a stellar review, and as you know... On repeat, that sounds like a broken record, but check that description down below whenever you tune into the podcast. Give some some nice links to uh, check out and ways that you can follow us on the socials and, and our friends on the socials and so on and so forth. So let's dive right in without further ado. This is Ahsoka Part 6. landing. Well, hello there, Blake. Hello there. Good to have you back on again, as always. Thank you, sir. Man, episode six, that's so crazy. There's only two left. There's only two left. Oh, man. Don't tell me that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it actually kind of dawned on me right as you're explaining this episode six. Yeah, it's pretty nuts, right? Uh, this one was this one was solid, though. This one was such a good episode. And uh, uh, we have uh, our good friend uh, uh, Dan with us uh, today as well. Uh, hello, Dan. Oh, sorry. One second. Say again. Hello, hello. Hello. There, there he is. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Um, yeah, sweet. And uh, that is Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Our friend Kyle hello. from Alchemy Solutions. Again this week. Oh, good, good, good. It's uh, always it's good to have you back on again as well. It's um, it's been such an eventful show to talk about. It's always great to have more people on. And um, how I got to ask before we get started, how is the latest adventures on the road? Uh, well, the adventures have been going well. I saw Juan Carlo last weekend, and I asked him how does he like his uh, dark saber. He absolutely loves it, so that was pretty awesome. And he uh, and he signed uh, my Kenner Moff Gideon. Nice. <laughs> nice. I just kind of split it over on the table as I was asking him, and he just looks at me and he goes, "Yeah, I got you." <laughs> I, I, nice. I saw you posted that picture in the Discord and in, in your thread. That was uh, that was really nice. The cool cool yeah. to see that oh. he did that. Yeah. Something else that's super cool is my favorite Mandalorian is Paz Vizsla. And I am speaking now with Tate Fletcher, the guy that plays him, and he's going to be getting uh, a saber from us now, too. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. Is he the guy who plays him in the costume? Yeah, he's the guy that plays him in the costume. Because Favreau does the voice for that guy, right? Yeah, yeah, but he's he's the guy that does the costume. He's huge. He's a big dude. 
That's so funny. I always thought that was Favreau in costume. <laughs> Favreau's also nope, a bigger nope. guy. Tate Fletcher. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, awesome. All right. Well, uh, before we get started here, um, I, I, I got to mention Kevin Kiner's soundtrack for Ahsoka Volume 1, Episodes 1 through 4 has been dropped on streaming. So, you know, if you're a subscriber to Spotify or Apple Music or, or whatever else, you can uh, you listen to those first couple episodes of, of Tunes with the second volume, I, I would imagine, coming out when the show is all wrapped up. So, uh, yeah, you know, if anyone's... I, 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 don't, I don't know about you guys, but going to sleep and having star wars music on is like the best in the world you just pop it on you go to sleep you have dreams of star wars you have a great yeah night. every dream you're overthrowing the empire yeah <laughs> I, I, I gotta say i i i occasionally enjoy the the good star wars lo-fi uh going on you know it's just like that the nice kind of alternate mm-hmm. electronic kind you've played of, that on the show before yeah, I have actually. Uh, it, you know, in fact, our uh, our our DJ DJ Rex bot here in the Discord server sometimes sits in the radio channel and plays it for people. So oh, nice. You know, if you ever see a DJ Rex in the in the Star Wars Escape Pod Discord, you know, just you know who he is. <laughs> just uh, just playing oh, okay. music. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this is gonna be a good week. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, not that I didn't enjoy all the episodes before, but this one I was just really excited like the entire time uh, so what i'll do is i'll read out some stuff and the summary and then we can just dive right in and get into the nitty-gritty so this is ahsoka part six far far away written by dave filoni directed by jennifer getzinger and came out on september 19th 2023 uh while traveling with the Purgle, Ahsoka and Hu Yang discuss Ren's choice in siding with the enemy to find Ezra. Meanwhile, the Eye of Sion arrives on Peridia, an ancient homeworld of the Dathomiri people known as the Night Sisters. Morgan Elsbeth, Skull, Hati, and Ren meet the Great Mothers, a group of Night Sisters allied with Thrawn. As they wait for the Grand Admiral's arrival, Skull relates to Hati his belief that the fall of the Jedi and the rise of the Empire were part of an inevitable cycle, one that he intends to break. Thrawn arrives with his Star Destroyer, the Chimera, and honors Skull's promise by providing Sabine Wren with provisions, a howler mount, and the latest intelligence on Ezra Bridger's whereabouts. After Sabine leaves, Thrawn orders Skull and Heti to follow her at, her at their own pace so that they can kill her both and Bridger. Surviving an ambush by bandits, Ren encounters the native Noti and follows them to their village where she reunites with Ezra Bridger. While tracking Sabine Ren, Skull senses that there is a greater power on Peridia and tells Ati that he intends to find it and use it. Anticipating Ahsoka is coming, Thrawn demands all the details of her history from Morgan Elsbeth and orders her to kill any arriving Purgle. And for one more time, requests the dark magic of the Night Sisters at his aid. So that was quite an episode. Uh, off the top of your head, Blake, what do you think of this one? Oh, man. Well, for me, just coincidentally, I happened to watch the final episode of Rebels like immediately after this. So then now I have... They're so actually connected if you watch them back to back. So all I can really think but afterwards is how everything kind of 
is so well synced up, which I yeah. thought was super cool. And I'm left with a lot of questions that we can get into. I'll pass you some notes we talk about. A lot of it seems like it's possible retconning going on with the Night Sisters. Some questions to be had anyway. Yeah. And very excited to see Thrawn back. I look forward to when you bring that up, yeah. Um, Kyle, what did you think about this one off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, absolutely loved it. Yeah, I like how it uh, it brought back so many people. There were so many characters that were introduced again. And a couple of new ones that have never been seen. And my friends in the cosplay are going to have a field day with these ones. So, yeah, it was a great, great episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Dan, what did you think about this one? I absolutely loved it. Like, and, and you're so right, Kyle. There's going to be night troopers like all over the next cons. Like, <laughs> such a cool, <laughs> such a cool way yep. to refresh stormtrooper outfit, and like, you could do so much with it. Like, yeah, I'm wondering what they I've, used. To... I've got one friend that's already looking at doing it. Oh, sorry. I was wondering what they used to patch so, their arm. I was gonna. Because it's also on the on Thrawn Star Destroyer. It's all like this gold gold foil almost. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like that Japanese artwork where you break a bowl and you put it back together with the gold and it looks better. Oh, I didn't that's know. absolutely that's, where the, that's what I got from it. Yeah, I never seen that for before. Sure. Well, it's the same thing what they did with Kylo Ren's helmet, right? That one was actually welded, yeah. or some sort of yeah. thing, but same 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 based on the same artwork. Of, uh, of of a bowl being smashed and then mm-hmm. it being like kind of glued, glued back, back together, together. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Neat. It was very, it was very cool. Uh, I gotta say that who's who's that? What's that captain's name? Captain Captain Enoch. 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 Yeah, right. <laughs> he's such a cool, cool character. Which which is interesting because Enoch is actually a god from the Sumerian texts of Earth. So Enoch was one of the people that taught about the Anunnaki. So it's very neat to have a name like that show up in Star Wars. Enoch is also the name of Noah's father from the Bible. Yeah. yeah that oh, was, that's uh, true, too. There you go. Oh. You tell, you, you, you tell me that uh, it's Ezra's dad. <laughs> oh, uh, it makes so much sense. <laughs> nah. Nah, he's he's dead. He's long gone. <laughs> yeah. Wait for the reveal now. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers for Rebels, everybody. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Oh, wait. Since you touched on that, so one of the things that I was actually extremely surprised by, uh, I mean, I mean, it makes sense, but like putting it together, the person they cast to pay, to play Ezra, I'm not sure his name at the moment. The man Epstani. So they they styled his look like with the beard and the hair and everything. If you put it side by side with with um, Ezra's father from the animated series, he looks exactly like him. He does, which is crazy. Yeah. I never noticed that until I saw the back to back. That was intentional. I, I thought you were going to say Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he 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 has this guy who you know because I mean it, it, it's out now. You know, like Ezra's back, right? He's he, back. He looks amazing as Ezra Bridger. I gotta say, like they did a, <laughs> such a good job, like casting him yeah. and making him look like Ezra Bridger. You know, he's got the scars on his face. He's got the bright blue oh, eyes. Yeah. yeah, the eyes. I was like, I was trying to remember. Like, does he have that in the show? Yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember. It, well, in, in the animated so format, it just kind of blends in because everything's, all the colors pop, right? Right. Uh, but, but when you look at Ezra Bridger in the show, 
he's got these bright blue eyes with black kind of, uh, well, in the animation format to, to kind of give the hair texture still, they actually make it navy blue. Sort of blue, yeah. But it's supposed to be black. Like, you know, mm. if you were like to take ebony that. Hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so it is supposed to be a, a black hair. But yeah, it's it's remarkable just how, how great they made him look and how well he's like adapted to that character. And mm-hmm. I love the costume that they gave him. It's just kind of raggedy. And I would have liked to have seen maybe a few more elements from his original costume in there, but, uh, but it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, this guy has been here for like over, uh, 12, his, what has it been now? 15 years. That's, I was wondering how long it's been. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's been 15 easy. years. Yeah. Cause it was before Jason was born and Jason's what? 10. Oh Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Jason can't be ten. He has to be older than that. If it's yeah, I think he's a bit. He's supposed pregnant, to be right? Older. Yeah, because 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 end of end of Rebels was within a year before um, Rogue One and and uh, A New Hope, right? And then you get the events of the original trilogy, which take place over the course of like four years, and then this is like nine nine ABY. It's so nine years after the Battle of Yeah. Uh, actually, sorry, it's even further. Um, it's, it's like 10, 10 years or so almost after return of the Jedi, I think. Right. So I think it's like close to like 14 years or something. Oh shoot. Okay. It's something. something. He does look like a teenager. Cause, cause I got two daughters, man. And my 12 year old and him, he's, he's a little bit, you know, bigger and stuff. So he's, he's gotta be at least in his teens. Oh yeah. The, uh, you mean Jason Sindula? Yep, correct. Yeah, yeah, he's got to definitely be in his teens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and now I feel really bad for Ezra. He's been trapped here with just bandits and turtle people. Yeah, I know. I I love how he just like friggin' shows up and then it's just like no lightsaber oh, or anything. What took you so long? <laughs> I was saying the same thing. <laughs> and could you imagine fifteen years yeah, of not was- knowing if your sacrifice even did anything? Oh yeah, that would because be, that was his first question. Yeah. He was like, did it work? Yeah, did it work? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the craziest part. I think like when you finally get to see him in the in the show, it's just like, whoa! Like he doesn't know what happened. He no, does, he doesn't know what happened to the Empire. He doesn't know what happened to Vader and Palpatine and all these people. Never met were, Luke. Yeah, no, he doesn't know who Luke is like at all. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Like it's it's nuts. Um, so it was really um really neat to kind of see that it's also worth remembering this guy like uh ezra in this present moment is the same exact age as luke and leia oh right because forget he, that he was born oh. that he was born the exact same year mm-hmm. as as luke and leia in fact he was born on empire day it's like in rebels we come to learn that his birthday is empire day which is the the day that the republic was created yeah. in the empire you know mm-hmm yeah, that's when Palpatine does his thing and the yeah. first galactic empire. <laughs> that's that, that thing. <sighs> so democracy dies. Yeah. The thunderous applause. Thunderous applause. That's right. Ezra gets born. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're applauding. <laughs> okay, now that's a Jesus moment right there. That's why he looks like Jesus now. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, he does have a certain look about him. Um, Okay, okay. Um, what did you just... guys think of? Uh, I just got to throw it out there. the The episode opens up with a very curious kind of version of hyperspace with all this like rainbow electrical effect going around, and I guess this is like faster than the hyperspace. They're I going imagine. faster and farther, but it also could be because they're it's maybe Pergol hyperspace. 
Have we seen Perkles in hyperspace before? Uh, Never have I ever no. seen it. Yeah, we yeah. see them. The shadow. We saw rebels. the shadow. Yeah, I see shadows just outside of in the blue waviness or whatever. Was, that was in the book of Bova or Mando or something like that. But yeah, yeah, we saw a shadow yeah. before, but that was about it. Never, never, never have we seen them in hyperspace. We've seen them jump before. Mm-hmm. That's that's about it. Um, so yeah, what do you think of that? What do you think of the the colors? I'm I'm personally attributing it to jumping to another galaxy, and I yeah. thought. The fact that it's a little different because the tech's more extreme, I thought was kind of cool. It was a nice touch. Yeah. What about what about you guys? Uh, for me, I take it as like they're traveling so fast that they basically become. You know how it's like light breaks up and becomes a rainbow. Yeah. Right. They're traveling so fast that they're they are now a part of that sort of spectrum thing as they're flying through. You know, to another galaxy. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dan. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, it's cool to have like yep. I said, be slightly you know, <laughs> different, uh, designated different travel. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, here, here's the flip side too. If they, if they didn't have the rainbows, they're traveling from one galaxy to another, so there's no stars, so you wouldn't see the the stars going past at, at all. You know, like it, you wouldn't see that. Well, it would just be black for the whole time. That's so just kind of nice. The, they added that. In. That's just for the jump when they're in hyperspace. Normally, it's like that blue orble kind of thing. Oh, they had a blue orby thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, this episode has an interesting name. Far, far away. Yeah, and then it comes up in the episode. I don't know. Watch gave me tingles. <laughs> what do you? Th- what do you felt on that? I love. No, go go ahead, Kyle. Oh, I was gonna say when when uh, Hunyang when he when he goes, I want to tell you a story, and it begins a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, I literally got goosebumps, and I was like. Freaking epic. So yeah, it, I blew me away. Yeah, because this is in relation to Peridia, right? Like a, yeah. literally a galaxy yeah. far, far away. And later on, Balin refers to the the planet itself as that of fairy tales. Because it's, well, the, one of those things that maybe got passed into legend and then on to just children's tales, right? Right. I don't know, because basically what they're telling us through that is that the whole beginning of Star Wars is how they tell fairy tales in the Star Wars galaxy. Yeah. I guess, I guess. Yeah, like, so. that'd be the High Republic, right? The High, the high Republic? That'd be everything. Yeah, be, every movie starts tale. with that. I, I guess so, but, like, the whole, the whole, like, in a galaxy far, far away, like, I did like how it is a galaxy far, far away. Like, like, sure. per- Peridia is in a galaxy, like, separate from their own. Right. So when they're talking about the galaxy far, far away, it's just like, oh, uh, that's cool. Um, the episode's not called a long, long, you know, a long time ago. It's just the far, far away part. Mm-hmm. But did Hu Yang say um, both, both parts of that? I, I forget. I think so. Uh, I he think did. He did say. He did say a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, and I, I believe so too. Now, now you got me guessing. I'm, I'm like eighty percent sure. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just scrolling. I'm just scrolling through it. Um, hold on a second. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. So he said a long, yeah. So he said yeah. a long time ago, yeah, yeah. So I guess I guess it is in reference to ancient Peridia. The fairy right? tales, yeah. The fairy yeah. tales, yeah. The fairy tales that Balin talks about, probably when he's at the temple, yeah. Um, which you know, this is a, a, an interesting thing to maybe 
call up later in the show or or in a future story like what were these stories that were talked about about peridia now that we know exactly why those purgle jumped there right apparently it's a a graveyard graveyard. yeah Yeah, it's a graveyard for purgle it's the end of their 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 life cycle yeah where what what was it you called it dan like their migration something end of their migration yeah yeah yeah, like their their root. <laughs> yeah, I just find it funny. It's like seagulls. Seagulls fly out to the middle of the sea to die, and purgles jump to some random planet. Yeah, they go to <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of sad seeing other corpses just floating around. That it is. Yeah, it's just like all these chart, yeah. like remains of whale mm-hmm. and stuff. Like oh man, all I could think about was that 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 news article that that news report. You know, like where they, uh, the, 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 the town, like there's like a whale that like washes up on the, oh, on the they blew it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah hold on a second here. I think I, I think I have you it. You can play it? I think I, yeah, let's, let's play this thing. Let's play this thing. Hold on a second. It had to be said, the Oregon State Highway Division not only had a whale of a problem on its hands, it had a stinking whale of a problem. What to do with one 45 foot, eight ton whale dead on arrival? On the beach near Florence. It had been so long since a whale had washed up in Lane County, nobody could remember how to get rid of one. In selecting its battle plan, the highway division decided the carcass couldn't be buried because it might soon be uncovered. It couldn't be cut up and then buried because nobody wanted to cut it up, and it couldn't be burned. So dynamite it was, some 20 cases or a half ton of it. The hope was that the long-dead Pacific gray whale would be almost disintegrated by the blast and that any small pieces still around after the explosion would be taken care of by seagulls and other scavengers. Indeed, the seagulls had been standing nearby all day. As everything was being made ready, we asked George Thornton, the highway engineer in charge of the project, for his final observation. Well, I'm confident that it'll work. The only thing is we're not sure just exactly how much uh, explosives it'll take to disintegrate this thing so the scavengers, seagulls and crabs and whatnot can clean it up. Is there any chance it might be more than a one-day job? Uh, If there's any large chunks left and uh, we may have to do some other cleanup, possibly set another charge. The dynamite was buried primarily on the leeward side of the big mammal, so as most of the remains would be blown toward the sea. About 75 bystanders, most of them residents who had first found the whale to be an object of curiosity before they tired of its smell, were moved back a quarter of a mile away. The sand dunes there were covered with spectators and land lubber newsmen, shortly to become land blubber newsmen, with the blast blasted blubber beyond all believable bounds. stopped rolling immediately after the blast, the humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber (laughs) fell everywhere. Pieces of meat passed high over our heads while others were falling at our feet. The dunes were rapidly evacuated as spectators escaped both the falling debris and the overwhelming smell. A parked car over a quarter of a mile from the blast site was the target of one large chunk. The passenger compartment literally smacked. Fortunately, no human was hit as badly as the car. However, everyone on the scene was covered with small particles of dead whale. 
As for the success of the effort, well, the seagulls who were supposed to clean things up were nowhere in sight, either scared away by the explosion or kept away by the smell. That didn't really matter. The remaining chunks were of such a size that no respectable seagull would attempt to tackle anyway. As darkness began to set in, the highway crews were back on the beach burying the remains, including a large piece of the carcass which never left the blast site. It might be concluded that should a whale ever wash ashore in Lane County again, those in charge will not only remember what to do, they'll certainly remember what not to do. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so you, know, you know what they need behind that? You know what they need behind that the whole time? That theme song from Team America World Police. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. I, I love that it's just like, I don't know, I picture this Death Star floating near Peridia, just blasting Purgle as they That's, come out of space. You know? Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man! Maybe that's what all the the Night Sisters are there to do. That was their job. That's why most of them all left. There's just three left. <laughs> Maybe that's why they wear red. They got tired of the smell. <laughs> Raining debris. They wore their red pants today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> they got it right. Yeah, they got it right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Peridia is the, the graveyard for the Pergolas. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool idea. And um, man, I like. I um, I love the creepiness of this place. Like you know, they they come in for a landing, and uh, it's it's just like those super tall witchy looking statues. You know, the mm-hmm. Night Sisters. Uh, yeah. Are they on Dathomir as well? They are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're they're uh, they're on Dathomir. So That's I thought that was really cool. Yeah, they went from the one planet to Dathomir. Yeah. Yeah, I love how they like have this massive origin story kind of stitched into this entire plot line. The Kingdom of the Witches. Yeah, I love it. It's so cool. It feels so like fantasy, like, you know, kind of willow-ish or something. Okay. Yeah, I just like how the witches actually looked like the witches from Clone Wars, finally. Yeah, yeah that too. Totally. Totally, yeah. Because I, I looked at Morgan Elizabeth, yeah. and I'm like, I get that she's not like a full night night sister or something like that, but, you know, like... You know, the, the elements are there, but she doesn't really look like a night sister, right? Right. But like these, these ladies are, those are night sisters. You know. Like, oh yeah, they look yeah. just like Mother yeah. Talzin. Yeah, just like Mother Talzin. Yeah. So that makes you wonder that if Mother Talzin was originally from this planet, if she migrated. It's possible. I mean, we don't know how old she was, right? Mm-hmm. So like, it's possible that maybe she was part of, uh, part of that group. I Migration. Guess, that, that, yeah. That came. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Uh, interesting stuff. Um, let me think. Uh, Thrawn. I mean, uh, we get Thrawn showing up and uh, naturally, you know, comes in swinging. <laughs> Brings his giant, nice, massive Star Destroyer with him. Uh, say, say again, Dan? That was a cool intro, the way he came in on oh, the Star yeah. Destroyer. Oh, it's so cool. I love how they, you know, they, they get the, the chant going from all the Stormtroopers. Yeah. Thrawn, 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 Thrawn. <laughs> so good. It's kind of, it reminded me almost a little bit of, uh, but like, also Crow and Gladiator. I, I, I just kept thinking of the orcs, like the orcs from <laughs> oh, Lord yeah, of the Rings. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Or anytime, I don't know if anyone here has played Shadow of War or Mordor. Shadow of Mordor, Shadow That's of War. But yeah, the two oh, games. that is a great game. Yeah, anytime a big orc leader shows up, they like, they, right. they chant the name of the Grog. Orc. Yeah. Grog. Grog. Grog! Grog! <laughs> it sounds more awesome when you get like a thousand people saying it. But, you know, it's, 
yeah. going to double it up a few well, times. Instead of just us five, right? You know, or four or five of us. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was cool, though. I, yeah, I really liked it a lot, um, how they, uh, you know, br- brought in his entrance in. And, man, like, I mean, I, you know, I was talking about Ezra looking good, but, like, like Lars Mikkelsen showing up as his own, you know, because he voiced Thrawn in Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. They did such a good job with his live action portrayal is the look you know here's a poster i got right here but mm-hmm. like even his forehead like they managed to actually nail those those like indents into his forehead like the v shape yeah thing. what so good look take a look at that yeah, oh he, i missed that if you see some pictures you can see it yeah now, that's can cool. we talk about how he looks like a blue elon musk it's the first thing I said when I looked at it. I even said it to my girlfriend. I'm like, he looks like Elon Musk. And then I went on Facebook and everybody's talking about how he looks like Elon Musk. I was like, holy crap. Foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. He pops out. Oh, he's got a spaceship. But one thing that I will say took me out a little bit is, no no offense to Mickelson, but maybe should hit the gym a little bit before playing the part. Just watching Rebels directly into this. <laughs> Looks like he just sat in his desk for the last 15 years. <laughs> I mean, he sat on Peridia for the last 15 years. Yeah, but like we saw on his ship, he's got a full dojo and stuff. So I guess he just gave up on it. That's true, actually. Yeah, he was quite a muscular guy last time we yeah, saw him. Yeah, really, he was like well, a professional he, he, martial artist. He didn't know where Ezra was, so he wasn't fighting. You know what I mean? You know, he, he didn't tell. a little complacent. You got the guys going. Yeah. <laughs> Couple yeah. too many cheeseburgers, and there you go. Yes. Exactly. Too many howler burgers. Howler burgers, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, Some howlers. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Or, uh, yeah. Like they'll have a, a, a noti fry or uh, the, whatever it is with like lobsters. Yeah. The noties. Yeah. The noties. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, you know, speaking of appearances, I mean, like, you know, I got a, I got a picture in front of me of this, this Captain Enoch, and we're, we're talking about the. Uh, how they did the the shattering of the the armor and stuff, but it looks like there's entire plates like made of this stuff, right? So, you know, my thoughts are maybe you guys have some theories as well, but um, my thoughts is perhaps this is a a metal that's found on Peridia. I think so. That would make sense because where else would they've got it from, right? It wasn't on the Star Destroyer when they left, right? Yeah, because on the Star Destroyer when they left, it was just standard stormtroopers, and uh, you know I've never mm-hmm. seen this Enoch guy before, so maybe maybe this is like his his own kind of custom helmet since they've been there with that cool like faceplate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's got like that kind of the human face to it. Yeah, yeah it looks very, very, it's very Roman. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. There. Yeah, so I, don't, I really like it a lot. It's cool. I'm kind of wondering maybe if, like, if he's actually got some, you know, actual surprise, like, like oh, this another is, reveal, Josh. Another reveal. It's yeah. Merrick. It's Merrick. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> it's Merrick's brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's cool. And the Night Sisters. Oh man, they they just look so good. Like the nails. Look at their hands. Like the nails and everything, oh, it's yeah. so grody. Oh, they, they did they did everything great for the uh, for the Night Sisters. Everything from the way they chanted to the way they moved, yeah, the, the way they captured Ren, you know, like everything. They I got, thought it was fantastic. Like they, they oh they, no, go. They, what they got they, uh, oh, well, I was just gonna say they, they they got the voices down like perfectly, like the the echoes that kind of happen mm. through the through, like, like they're possessed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're kind of. Uh, you know, like possessed or something like that. Uh, there, there's something really, really kind of eerie about them. Um, here, I my gotta... my thing on that is uh, sorry. My thing on that is that you're hearing their voices, but somehow they're also projecting it into your head, so you're hearing it twice in a way. That's kind of oh. what I thought. 
Right. Yeah, that that would that yeah, that's right. Yeah. And like Dan, you're the, you're the around here you're kind of like the big Halloween guy. I mean, you know, it's your time of year. Like what 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 do you think of the Night Sisters as like Star Wars witches? Like, you know, like does it you know, what, how does this ring with you? I think they looked great. Like it was really cool. Like it's I think that it'll be a great addition to seeing more cosplayers like pull that off or and it's a great like, you know, it has the creep factor, so it's good for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's a good point. Yeah. I got a little audio bite here. Let's take a listen. Welcome, child of Dathomir. You do our ancestors credit. Thank you, great mother. You heard our call to you in the dream. Your visions guided me across the stars. More witches. Long have we waited for you. And you came as Thrawn promised. Where is Thrawn? You shall wait. He is coming. of Jedi. I thought it was really, really cool that they actually like went back to the whole like, oh, how does she know where Thrawn is, right? Mm-hmm. Because we had this discussion, I think, before at one point when we were, you know, talking about like how do they, like the Eye of Scion, like how do they know where they're headed, right? And it's apparently her dreams that they've been communicating. Oh yes. So, so they would have told her where to get the the, the Night Sisters have been speaking to yeah. Morgan, yeah, like across space and time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool, like how they did that, you know, worked that in. It's like, all right, that that makes sense. They got lucky <laughs> there's one Night Sister left in the entire galaxy. Yeah. Oh man. It's such a <laughs> yeah. such a Star Wars answer. Like, oh, which is like speaking to you in your dreams. All right, that makes sense. Like <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> Everybody yeah. in Star Wars just goes, yeah, yeah, okay, that, that, makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, <laughs> I knew, I knew, I already knew that. That's what, that's what was happening. Yeah, <laughs> I called it. I, I, I like other <laughs> fifty theories. I, I, I like how they look at Sabine and they're like, it reeks of Jedi. You know, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like the, you know, the, the confirmation the, though that she might become a Jedi. Ancient enemy, right? Like ancient yeah, true, enemy. True, actually. Of the of the, of the wait, night wait. Sisters. Let's let's Chili's talk about training that. is one. Mm. I, I was gonna say let's talk about the fact that they did call her a Jedi. You right. know, like like she's she's still trying to use the Force, and yet these guys are calling her out right off the bat. There was no Mandalorian. There was no nothing like that. It was strictly you reek of Jedi. So she must give off some sort of scent, like the Jedi normally give off, then right, or sort of something sensory. Mm. It could be her lightsaber. Could be that it too. Could be the the lightsaber that sensing the crystal or the, something. The, yeah, the crystal that resonates with Ezra and Sabine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, That's a mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I thought it was very convenient that they just had these little orbs that they must be like you know Night Sister Swiss Army orbs or something because like <laughs> I don't know what they were doing with them before but now they make some sort of electrical energy field that acts as like a rope like. Just, uh, well, they have, there's like this little, almost like pennies on a string, and those tightened up around Sabine. It was like, it was like a laser, laser rope, just kind of wraps around her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, yeah, that was cool. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, you wrote down Felony Wolves Howlers. What do you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I was that? like, we're watching another felony based show, and of course, there's more wolves crammed in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's every time. Every single time, yeah. I actually really like the Howlers. The design of them is very cool. It felt very kind of like large, like horse like, but also very much a furry dog. They look. Yeah. They lick their face a lot, like, like, a, like a big dog almost, as opposed to a wolf. I, I like the interaction with Sabine with her howler. Like it was like when she's getting all angry at it, and it was like, yeah, yeah, that was cool. You're like, a coward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, leaving me behind? Yeah, and like. <laughs> they're, they're like kind of scary looking at first but then you know as soon as she kind of like yeah. tells him off i was like oh they're actually not that bad yeah <laughs> it's probably like a dog yeah like a dog knows when in trouble and then it apologizes and yeah 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 exactly yeah you, you tell it off to run away and then it follows you home anyway did those bandits remind anybody else of like tuscan raiders they did actually. Yeah. They, they reminded me of Peridia's very own Tuscan raiding group of some yeah. kind. But um, I wonder it, if there's any connection. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, like they didn't they didn't speak this like you know they didn't speak Tuscan or whatever. But like I wonder if um, you know perhaps there is maybe some sort of ancient connection between their two civilizations or something. Like yeah, because we we know that from Book of Boba, like we know the Tuscans go way back, right? Like to uh, their culture goes way back to when Tatooine had oceans on it, mm-hmm. right? So, like, they've been there a long time. So, you know, maybe they migrated on the whales. They're intergalactic <laughs> species that just lost technology. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just degraded their uh, the te- technological advancement. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they per- intentionally live outside of the, you know, outside of, they're like uh, the Amish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways. <laughs> no, no offense to anyone who's Amish. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, so, oh, wait, you wrote down Boken, Boken Jedi? What's that? So, he says some something along those lines. I should went back and actually wrote down what he said, but he, he, Balin refers to. So, uh, maybe I misheard, but it sounded like he says I'm a, like a Boken Jedi. Maybe I wonder if like that's like a Japanese term. Oh yeah, um, you're talking about something Balin said. I think yeah, he says it. Yeah, when he, says, he says like Boken, like something about the style wasn't Boken. Oh yes, um, yes, um, yeah. I just I just brought it up here. So it was a word used to describe Jedi trained after the Order had fallen. Oh uh, yeah, because he's referring to Ezra. He wasn't at temp- that point, right? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Wasn't temple trained, right? Not te- yeah, not temple trained Jedi, I guess. So that also would refer to Luke as well. Yeah, it would. Yeah, they're not broken, just spoken. Just spoken. It's yeah. also <laughs> the name of the wooden sword used in Kendo, the practice weapon. Yeah, yeah, the the, the practice uh, the practice lightsabers or whatever that they had there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's cool. I, you know, I love how the Wikipedia page, though, it's kind of funny. Like, I look at Boken Jedi, and it's just a picture of Ezra Bridger. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so funny. No mention of Luke yeah, at all. They've had 24 fun. hours to write yeah. this page. <laughs> but it's not just any picture of Ezra. It's like season two Ezra Bridger. Like, <laughs> it's not the old model. 
<laughs> yeah, it's still got like the old model on there. Yeah, I love how they intentionally went out of their way to do that. That's uh, pretty how, funny. how great was Balin in this episode? Oh, like, oh, man, yes. like, yeah, so I love that. Like, he recognized that there's the continuous cycle between you know the good and bad, and it's just never going to break. And he's like, I want to find this power source, I want to find the break. Yeah. Oh, that was such a good yeah. that was such a good speech that he has. Yeah, I think I I think I wrote down the timestamp if I, I want to play it. I got it right here. Yeah, let's take a listen. Do you know the one she seeks so desperately? Bridget? No, he's too young. Comes from a breed of Bokin Jedi trained in the wild after the temple fell. Like me? No. He was trained as a Jedi. You, I trained to be something more. Do you miss it? The Order? I miss the idea of it, but not the truth. The weakness. There was no future there. Yeah, you clearly see one here? In this wasteland? I see what once was the great witch kingdom of the Dathmiri. The existence of the Great Mothers confirms this. to leave this place. Maybe we should too. Perhaps they flee a power greater than their own. Something calls to me. Can't you hear it? Something stirs here. Can't you see it? I see bandits. There's no need for bloodshed. Enemy of our enemy is our friend. Was that the uh, was that the part that you were talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I love how they. I love how he talks about the the temple. Is like he likes the idea of it. Well, I think he misses the camaraderie and the maybe the more structure of it. Right, right. I think. Uh, yeah, but he also exactly. sees it as futile. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Yeah. Something that I forgot until we replayed that is he mentions sensing something. Going on. My first thoughts were Snoke, but I have no idea. <laughs> Snoke. Beyond the outer room. Oh man, if they if they hadn't finished the sequels by now, you know, I would have I would actually have like really thought hard about that. I was like, oh, that would have made perfect sense, you know, like it flows into all that stuff that Palpatine had the obsession with. He's you know, Snoke's from another planet outside the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, like I that would have been. That would have been so good, right? And then they went and just made him a laboratory experiment. It was like, really? Really? Uh, Instead, it was Palpatine they were sensing, right? Because they was beyond the... Yeah. Whatever, through the secret pathway planet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, let's see. What You guys got anything to bring up over there? Oh, I just love how, uh, how he does say about, uh, you know, his... his- the way that he thinks about the Jedi and the Jedi order. And it really shows that maybe he's kind of torn, you know, maybe Ahsoka 
has a chance at turning him, you know, like maybe they find the power together. Right. I would, you know, yeah, I'm going out on a limb, but I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, it's, it, they can, he's, he's sensing still the good side. I, yeah. I feel like there is something kind of messed up about him, you know, like he's, he's kind of a, he's kind of like a Kane and Jarrus gone bad kind of character. You know, he's like, yeah. Like he feels, yeah. You know, like there is emotion to him. He hides it well, but there is some emotion. Do you think, obviously, not the same mentality, but his goal feels very similar to that of the Joker. He just kind of wants to burn the whole thing down. Right? Because he wants to end the cycle. Yeah, oh. he, wants to, he wants to start fresh. and Yeah, yeah, because he, he can kind of see what's going on. It's just a power struggle, like a back and forth kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? Um, I don't, you know, I'm kind of curious as to what, what he... He's obviously got a bit more, you know, in this show than... than uh, than I thought. I thought he was just going to be like a villain that just, you know, I mean, that ends, ends up getting killed off or something. But maybe they're leading to something more. I like the idea that there is something on this this planet that maybe, maybe uh, they're going to expand upon, like some power source that's kind of more... What if it's the source of the Force and he wants to s- destroy the Force? Is that possible or doable? Because Force is everywhere, right? It's in all things. It's not really... If it's an energy Coming field, how do you destroy an energy field? Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's like know. destroying magnetism. I don't know how I would feel about it being like the home world of the witches. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of speculation on yeah, why didn't they get their force powers are different than the regular force from this galaxy. Yeah, I don't they, know if I buy that. Like a, they, they use like a different different side of the force or something like that. Because I thought it was just a dark side just used through like yeah. Sith alchemy. Yeah, it's just like a different different way of, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I think I, I like that. Maybe it's something new, like something that we haven't seen before. Um, this power source, whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. But the witches are afraid of it, so it's not what they use. Yeah, he's kind of picking up on some fear from them. So uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it, maybe it is something that they can't control, right? Like maybe it's something that is, uh, you know, he 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 has the. Uh, um, He's got the uh, the confidence that he can, I guess, take whatever this power is and use it. But I'm, is it power though? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's gonna be like an Indiana Jones thing. Like maybe, uh, maybe he's 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 the guy that's gonna look into that crystal skull too long and burn his sockets out. Right? Like he's <laughs> he's a power seeking, hungry, dark Jedi. Right? That's mm-hmm. only gonna be his downfall. Well, almost wondering if maybe they bring back Yuuzhan Vong from the EU. See, you know, that would be interesting too, because they're from beyond the outer rim. Beyond the outer rim, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing is, we don't see them show up in the sequels, so I don't know how that would work out. I've got, I've got an audio bite here from when, uh, when we see Ezra for the first time. Let's let's take a quick listen. Sounds like Caravan of Courage. <laughs> the Ewoks. <laughs> no tea. I knew I could count on you.
Hello, old friend. <laughs> Though, sure took you long enough. Well, you didn't exactly tell any of us where you were going. That's because I didn't know where I was going. Typical. Always a plan. Never a good one. Hey, it worked, didn't it? Didn't it? It worked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. So, um, oh, yeah. here, look at that, look at that. You get the Ezra Lothal music here. They just plucked this right out of Rebels. I thought that was cool. That was... That's my only complaint about this episode is I wish they had Thrawn's music from Rebels um, when Thrawn did. showed up because I love that music. When he was talking, oh, I think, positive they're playing the. Did they have like the church bells and like? Oh, wasn't the church? Or the organ music? It was the organ, yeah. yeah. The organ was was going because a part of it, it stood out to me because hey, you don't hear your organ music very often, but also because I thought it was too loud, so I was having a hard time hearing him. <laughs> really, was it the organ? <laughs> yeah, it was, there was organ music. I'm positive. Here, I'm gonna have to go back to it then. Here, yeah, here, here, here. I got it right here. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Oh wait, no, that's too. That's too early. Here, okay, here we go. I love that. I love that the uh, star destroyer is taking some damage. Like you could yeah, tell. From the Purgles. Yeah, from the Purgles. Yeah, from I love the, that. The end of Rebels. And like the the big thrusters are also out. Only the little ones left. So I was referring to when he's speaking. Oh, there, there it is. I can hear it. It's kind of in the background, though. When he speaks, it's very prominent. Okay, I'll, I'll fast forward a bit. Yeah, you can hear it a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. It's slightly different. Yeah, it's not quite the same. Yeah, the fast forward part where it's on his face and he's speaking though. Okay, yeah. We're being more organy. Soon we shall all escape this exile thanks to the efforts of Morgan and Elspeth. I am ever your servant, Grand Admiral. Uh, maybe towards the end of the episode. I remember it. Oh, is it when he's talking to Sabine, perhaps? Maybe. Huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, oh, here. It is. Admiral, the mercenaries have departed. Good. Prepare to attack squads. Wait for Lord Balin's signal. Should we not send more troops to support them? No, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right, Dan. I think, I think it's just, like, not quite the same. Like, altered? Yeah, it's just different. Yeah. That's that's uh that's good. Maybe maybe we'll hear it in the future though. 
an upcoming episode. They're saving it. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what it is. I'll write down a timestamp in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, um, anyone have any other things to bring up? Otherwise, we can just wrap it up here. Uh, oh, Pablo points poos. Um, we'll do that. Dan, you got any last minute things? Uh, no, I think we covered everything. Yeah, Kyle. Uh, I think we covered everything too in this. Yeah, Blake, you good? I think we covered everything. All right, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've covered everything. <laughs> um, everything well, is covered. Uh, Pablo Portsaputus, this is our rating system on the show. So you know, let's uh, let's give this guy some uh, some uh, some some ratings. All right, Pablo points of Pudus. Um, we got a score out of seven. So three Pablo Pudus is the worst of the worst of the worst. To, moving up from there, you got two Pablo Pudus, one Pablo Pudu, and then a Bendu. A Bendu is like a 50% score and uh, not half bad. Uh, then you got Pablo points. You got one Pablo point, you got two Pablo points, and you got three Pablo points being the best of the best of the best. So, Blake, maybe we can start with you. What would you give this episode? So I'm here pondering it to try to give it a rating. And this episode, I feel like as far as storytelling in Star Wars really has everything that we want in yeah. the story. Like all of my caveats are all more smaller directorial stuff. So I think I'll give this solid, we say 2.7 Pablo points. 2.7, that's quite high. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I wow. feel like this is really tying in so much of the greater Star Wars all together. Yeah. And I really I love when we do that. The only, I, I do, like, obviously, it was more finale. You'd have more of a bigger battle, everything kind of that. But mm-hmm. we're dealing with 40-minute episodes here. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It was good. Awesome. And part of that is I did watch the finale of Rebels immediately before this. Right. So. You appreciate it, the connection. It felt, yeah, it felt like just flowed directly into it, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. That's, so that's I might cool. have a, a bit of a bias because of that. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you on that. Um, Kyle, what, what did you think about this one? Okay. Well, first half, there wasn't really any lightsaber battling. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so for me, for me, I'm going to go like. 2.25 because I absolutely love the story. I love how it did tie into the last episode of Rebels. And I do like that they brought all these characters forward. Um, but yeah, again, you know me in my lightsaber battles, man. So yeah, I got 2.25 for me. All right. Awesome. Dan? I think uh, 2.6. It was a really solid episode. It's, you know, a lot of setup for the next two episodes to wrap it up. Um, I yeah, it was good. Awesome. Yeah. Even though I had very little Ahsoka, the show called Ahsoka. That's yeah. true, actually. <laughs> it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking like, yeah, the best the best episode of Book of Boba. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, was Boba. the one without. Boba. Yeah, one without Boba. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I yeah, I, I you know I agree with all of you guys. Like this episode clearly is, is super good. Um, I personally liked it a little bit more than last episode, which which the last one was really good. You know, and Anakin shows up, and I'm a big Anakin fan, of course. But um, I actually liked this one a little bit more. Is that solely because you didn't like that there's live action clones? No, no, it's it's not that. It's just <laughs> like I I just I just uh, like I liked the, the 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 story in this a little bit more. I don't mm. know. I feel like there was just a bit more going on because in the Ahsoka episode with Anakin, 
that part is only half of the episode. And then the other half of the episode is just kind of, you know, her with them looking for Ahsoka and her kind of waking up and then them getting on the Purgle and Hera dealing with the New Republic and then them shooting off in hyperspace. Surprisingly, the Anakin thing is actually not a big chunk of the... Is it, well, it's a, it's a chunk of the episode, but it's not like the majority of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked every single second of this episode. I was just fully on the edge of my seat. Like we got to a new galaxy. We got a new planet. We got the origin planet of the Night Sisters. You know, we got actual Night Sisters, which is pretty cool. We got all... Thrawn back. We got yeah, Ezra exactly. back. We got Ezra's music back. We got... <laughs> Best part. <laughs> we got friggin' Howlers, man. Like I don't know. I get like I, Enoch. I we had the Thrawn. Thrawn. I don't know. There's just so many epic things about this episode. I was just like, you're hyping yourself up. You're going to increase the rating even further. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give this. Uh, I'm going to give this 2.5 Pablo points. I thought it was excellent. You, you, you know what? I'm going to change mine to 2.5 because I did really love the little turtle people. The noties. I love the little turtle hermit crabs. Yeah, <laughs> the little hermit crab dudes, man. They were awesome. Yeah, those. I was like, uh, if I could own one as a pet, I would have one. <laughs> what are they called? The the no, the naughty naughty the naughty yeah, yeah the, the naughty because the they're so naughty yeah the noties <laughs> like naughty like the, like <laughs> the <laughs> little <laughs> elf <laughs> or what is it? What is naughty again? <laughs> little children's book stories. Right? They're all naughty, Josh. Yeah, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was it was cool. It was cool. I liked it a lot. So um, I'm hoping that we we just uh, get more episodes like this. You know, it's just like oh man, the scale of it felt so good too. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it was small scale. I don't know. It just didn't quite and feel it, like it was in the volume. It may have actually been shot outside. For that's a good question. I don't actually yeah, know. I was going to say one thing. It was out of the green room. Yeah. You know? That adds so yeah. much. It adds so much. Like, yeah, I don't hate green screen footage. You know, I love the prequels to death, but like whenever they shoot outside, you can always tell. Yeah. And it's just, it makes the biggest difference in the world. And Andor did not rely on any like kind of, you know, contraption to keep their show within a bubble. Like they, that's how you pick all stagecraft. And, well, you just any kind of like, you know, stage or sound stage, right? Like they, yeah, they made okay. they made massive sets. They went to the highlands. They, you know, they went places, right? It just gives you a, a greater sense of scale when they're shooting this this show. So uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Um, hoping for more of these in the future. So, all right. Um, thank you guys so much for uh, coming on. Kyle, if you real quick, if you want to just uh, shoot out your uh, your socials so people can uh, follow all the, the Saber biz. For sure. So it's Alky Solutions, A-L-K-Y, solutions.com. You can check us out on Etsy. You can go to our website. Um, and if you go to our website, you can contact me directly. And just to let you guys know that we have in production, almost ready to go. We got some beans, balans, and shins lightsaber hilts coming out real soon. Hey, cool. So you you'll be able to get your hands on those. Yeah. But Dan's like, oh, I'm first in line. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, we are going to be doing pre-orders for them. So if anybody does want to get a pre-order in on one, uh, just shoot me an email or, or a text or something. And I will make sure that we get your name on the list. Awesome. Thanks cool. so much, Kyle. And we'll catch Very you guys welcome. in the next one. We'll see you out there. Heck yeah. Keep flying. All right. Thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in thus far. If you could leave a stellar five-star review, that would be awesome. We absolutely love having all our friends on each week for Ahsoka. So feel free to join us uh, every every week going forward for the rest of the series. And we will see you in the next one of Star Wars Escape Pod. And the next episode of Rebels Talk, the last one. 